everyone, welcome back to the podcast or welcome if you're new. I'm Lucy, if you haven't been here before. I'm a university student, if you don't know I'm at the University of Nottingham and I study physics so yeah <laughs> you can make of that what you will. I am going to be talking today all about 19 things I've learned at 19 as you've probably seen from the title of the episode. I love these sorts of videos on YouTube, I think it's just really interesting to see what people have got up to in the last year of their life, whether it's 30 things I've learned at 30 or 20 things at 20 or 18, whatever age. I think it's really interesting to kind of get a look into the things that people learned and overcame over the last year and so it's my birthday in just over a week so I thought this would be a good time to do this episode and hopefully it's interesting, hopefully you find it equally as um, interesting as I do. I love these sorts of things like I said so just gonna make what I would listen to and hopefully other people will like that as well. So I'm just gonna go through 19 different things that I've learned in the last year, a mix of all different things to be honest. Um, it's been a bit of a weird year to say the least and a lot has happened. I feel like a completely different person in a lot of respects to the person I was a year ago. And yeah, this podcast didn't exist a year ago and now we're on series five. So even that alone is is quite a big change in my life. If you are new, then you can go and click the little follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening to the podcast and you can go and follow the Instagram as well. If you like what I'm talking about in here, then the Instagram is pretty similar. I just post stuff that I'm up to in my life and some motivational quotes and just journal prompts, etc. things like that. So if you are a fan of that sort of thing, then go over, you're more than welcome to join us. It's at Space to Learn Podcast if you wanted to go check it out. And yeah, I'm going to get into the episode because uh, God knows it's probably going to be a long one. I'm actually going to the pub for the first time in flipping ages this evening with my friends. So going to get on with it. It's such a nice sunny day today. I'm in a really good mood. I've just been for a run and yeah, it's lovely and sunny, very spring-like energy so I'm definitely down for that. <laughs> I hope you're having a lovely week or day or whatever you're up to. I hope you're doing good. Okay so the first one is that you can't control what people think about you. The only things you can control are your response to situations and the attitude that you approach things with and I feel like this is said a lot of the time but this has hit home to me so much in the last year because one of my biggest things is worrying about what other people think and knowing that that is out of my control has actually helped so much because it just stops you worrying about it to the same extent because if you can't control something then worrying about it is literally not going to change anything so it's not worth my time and energy to worry about other people's opinions of things, maybe the podcast, maybe how much time I'm spending working, maybe the exercise I'm doing, like different things I'm saying, things that I'm posting on social media. It is completely out of your control what other people think about that and those sorts of things. So all you can do is do what makes you happy and try and control your response to situations and respond in a way that is healthy and is beneficial to other people. And to go at things with a positive attitude like that is such a something that I've really tried to implement into my life over the last 
12 months. Um, so yeah, that's number one. Number two is that even though you can't control them, everyone's perspectives are valid because when you break it down, no one is ultimately better than anyone else. No one has, even if they have like different titles, or if they've done different things with their life, they are ultimately still a human being and therefore they have exactly the same right to a perspective as the next person. It's completely irrelevant how well they're regarded in society, how much money they have, etc. Like for example, a homeless person or a millionaire, they're probably viewed quite differently by society and different people will hold their opinions in completely different regards. But at the end of the day, they're both having human experiences and what's to say that one person's experience is more valid than the other and that they can, I don't know, give advice better than other people. So, or like their opinions, that those opinions matter just as much as the next person. It's important to take everyone's opinions into account obviously to a certain extent like I'm not saying I support everyone's opinions but they're, they're just as valid as mine if you, if you know what I mean I'm not saying opinions that cause hurt and harm things that are just outwardly mean and horrible and obviously I don't support that anyway that's kind of a bit of an extreme example of what I'm trying to say but I hope you get the gist like everyone has a different experience and those experiences are shaping what how we see the world so yeah, you kind of got to take that into account, I think. Number three is that no one actually cares what you do, even a tiny, tiny amount of how much you think that they do. Everyone is too busy worrying about what they're doing in their life and the things that they're up to and how they look and what they're doing, basically. Like, everyone is focused on themselves. So even though people might show interest or maybe be jealous of things you're doing, I think a lot of negativity comes from people being jealous and wishing that they had that in their life as well. But yeah, at the end of the day, no one actually cares half as much as you think that they do. So you may as well just do what makes you happy, like in the first one. Tying it in, I think we put a lot of emphasis, or I do at least, on what other people think about me and knowing that no one actually is thinking that much about it. Like maybe they have a passing thought or comment, but it's not really going to affect them that much to in in the majority of situations so yeah it's not worth worrying about <laughs> number four is that limiting beliefs are all that is really holding me back i know that there are a lot of things that i feel like i can't do but when you break it down it's really just my ego in my head trying to protect me and trying to restrict what i do because it's worried about how it will be perceived or worried about if it will be safe or basically a, from like a place of fear a lot of the time it's just your brain holding you back and telling you things that you think to be true but actually probably aren't for example maybe I don't see myself as someone who can be really successful someone who could make loads of money or someone who is kind of just living the life that they want to and but really like some people are out there doing that and they don't believe that they can't be doing that so i guess limiting beliefs are holding us all back more than we th more than we think that they are there's probably something that's come to mind when i said that of something you think that you can't do but maybe break it down and think about why 
it is that you don't believe you're worthy of doing it or capable of doing it or confident enough to do it and that's probably coming from your head there's probably maybe someone in the past who's told you you're not good enough for something or you've kind of subconsciously picked it up from things you've consumed but if you break it down and try and work on it in your own head then you can switch it around and ultimately it's in your it's in your control to flip things around and make yourself believe that you're worthy of doing stuff hopefully that makes sense I think having so much time to reflect on mindset and mental health and just kind of how my brain works over the last 12 months with the pandemic has it's I don't know it's just opened a lot of doors and new ways of thoughts so yeah I've I've realized I think that limiting beliefs if you can work on them and try and work out the root cause of why you're holding yourself back then that's really really freeing number five is that my family and friends are literally the most important things to me I think I knew this already but it's just really hit home like I was saying with with covid and stuff it's just shown how much I miss my friends and my family when you can't see them and how much like zoom calls and stuff how much that means to us because everyone's experienced this I think it's really hard when you can't see the people you love and that just really has highlighted to me how important it is to make time to see people to spend time with the people you love like people aren't around forever and different people will be in your life for different amounts of time so it's really important to surround yourself with people that you love and to make sure you're spending time with those people who make you feel good and who love you and who support you and just to tell them that you love them I guess because you don't know when the next time you're going to be able to see them is and I think that's probably one of the most positive things that's come out of the pandemic for me is just appreciating my friends and family a lot more because they're all amazing and if you're listening I love you lots (laughs) I was speaking about the fact that in one of my episodes in I think it was in season three if you scroll back it was called why the people you surround yourself with matters I'm pretty sure but yeah basically I mentioned in that episode that there's this theory that you're the average of the five people you surround yourself most with and that you spend the most time with so if you want to kind of become a different type of person then surround yourself with people who are doing that who are uplifting you and supporting you and who are who have your best interests at heart because that's gonna help you so so much number six is that the things that you do every day really add up like when you repeat something again and again the effects just build up and compound and that's the only real way I guess to make a difference like the habits that I've built over the last year yoga journaling and I guess the podcast as well um regular exercise I always kind of exercised but doing it off my own back um I guess just being more mindful those things have a ripple effect in the rest of your life and when you repeat something again and again like it's not just the same as one add one it multiplies and those effects can can just have such a positive impact in the rest of your life for example even just going out for a simple walk once a day can make you 
literally change the way you see the world because instead of feeling like oh I've got to like get through this work you can maybe shift it and think oh once I've done this work I get to go out and see the world and just stretch my legs and kind of get a bit of fresh air little things like that can make a really big difference in my opinion and I've really seen that shift in how happy I am on day-to-day basis obviously I still have low low points but my ability to kind of get myself out of those ruts just as a result of the habits that I know I can rely on to like boost my mood that's kind of really like made a big difference so very grateful for that to be honest because I was never very good at sticking to habits like I'd try to do stuff um I don't know um, some of my friends and I used to try and do the 30 day ab challenge and I was just so bad at sticking to it I didn't really want to do it as well I guess um what else like I've tried to do diaries and journals in the past and I've never really stuck with it but once you get into the habit of doing it it just becomes so much easier so I also have an episode on habits that I've done before if you're interested in like starting new habits and stuff the book I haven't read it but apparently the book Atomic Habits by James Clear is also really really good for this and it's a highly recommended self-help book if you're interested in starting some new habits I promise it will make a huge huge difference to the rest of your life and it kind of goes beyond so like for example I do yoga pretty much every morning more like five out of seven days a week now but I feel like that's still pretty consistent and yeah it just becomes and that habit like I said it's more than the actual habit itself it's the discipline you build up and the way that it changes how you think and the way that you view yourself it's honestly just so great (laughs) so yeah it can be really hard to to start a habit I completely get that but once you've kind of got into the swing of it it's so much easier and so pushing past that initial like a couple of weeks or months is gonna be really really beneficial and I can definitely recommend yoga with adrian's um 30 day yoga challenges if you want to get into yoga or um joe club journaling on instagram i think it's at joe club journal or something um by joe franco she it's basically a instagram account where she posts journal prompts literally every day so maybe go over and yeah check that out if you want to start journaling the app insight timer is amazing for tracking meditation um what else do i like i don't know maybe get a accountability buddy if you want to start something it's really really helpful to start with a friend because if you if one of you is slacking then the other can can um pick up the the slack and try and motivate you to do it and then when the situation is ultimately reversed you can help each other out so yeah collaborate with people yeah I'll stop going on about habits now because I sound like a stuck record number seven is that journaling is literally so incredible I literally see it now as one of the most important things that I do because it's almost like the more I journal the more my life like slows down if you know what I mean so when you actually process what went on in the day I feel like it kind of goes into your memory a bit more this is all just from personal experience I'm not um, qualified in this in any way but it's kind of like a form of time travel as well and 
you just have moments and emotions captured in the pages and if you go back and open it up at a random page you instantly get taken back to that moment and that's such a like such a cool experience to have and just means that you remember so much more about your life that like the little details that we just forget so quickly and I was just in preparation for this episode I just kind of was like skimming through some of my journals I'm on my fourth one now since last June which is kind of mad but yeah I just thought oh I'll have a look to see what gems are in there for things that I've learned see if anything pops out of me and just it's actually mad how much of a different person I am from this time last year it's really strange and you can read back situations that you were in and all the memories come flooding back so if you kind of want things to slow down a bit more in your life and you are a bit worried about things slipping away and time slipping away then journaling is a great way to do to do that it's also been amazing for my mental health and when I'm having a low day you can just I don't know you can just write everything out and get your emotions out on the page and then look back at some of the other days when you felt a lot better it just gives you a bit of perspective I think it's perspective is probably the main thing that it's that it's given me so yeah would really recommend number eight is that I have learned a lot about the law of attraction and spirituality over the last year I am kind of reluctant to talk about it in my episodes because I feel like it gets a bit woo woo and all airy fairy up in the clouds and I kind of prefer to keep the podcast relatable for everyone it's kind of targeted at students and especially uni students or people in sixth form and stuff people in their 20s so I don't know I don't know why I have this thing that I think people won't find it interesting or won't find it relatable because I know there's a huge amount of people who um, love law of attraction content and are really into spirituality I think I'm kind of just scared of what people will think which comes back to this thing I was saying at the start but yeah it's genuinely helped me a lot and I have manifested some really cool things into my life and you might might think that's just like complete rubbish and that's completely fine like that's your opinion but I have really started to believe in something bigger I don't think I'd call it God but like the universe I guess that's kind of what I refer to it as but yeah my spiritual side is kind of starting to come out of its shell not in full force I don't think I'll be going like full-on hippy-dippy anytime soon but it's kind of really nice to just have a bit of trust in a bigger picture um it definitely helped me through like poor mental health and my breakup in October and the whole pandemic just having a bit of trust in the bigger picture and knowing that things are going to work out for you I think one of the most important things in this um area is thinking that everything is happening for you rather than to you because when you start to see things as happening for you you're a lot less I think it just gets rid of the victim mindset to some extent and makes you think a bit more openly about the bigger effects of things going on in your life like things aren't all going to be great all the time but knowing that there's kind of some sort of like end plan is helpful even if it's not true I think it makes you happier and healthier the law of attraction is basically that the energy you put out is what you get back and if you are thinking 
positive things and are looking for the good in situations, good things are going to come back to you. Whereas if you look for the bad and are always expecting bad things to happen to you, then you're going to see the bad and bad things are going to like be attracted into your life. I, I just kind of think it's true and you might really disagree and think it's complete like bullshit, but I am kind of starting to really believe in it. So yeah, take take with that what you will. If people are also on board, then maybe I'll do a couple of episodes on this. But yeah, let me know what you, you guys think on that. I'd love to hear your thoughts on spirituality and stuff like that. Um, some of the podcasts that I've loved for this is Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I listened to that a lot last summer. It was really good. Um, also, it's now called the Ella Ringrose podcast. She is very spiritual woman um it's, it's a it's a cool podcast to get you into it especially some of her earlier episodes when she's still figuring it out for herself as well um anyway number nine is that i now know a lot more about what an unhealthy relationship looks like and that sometimes things just don't work out and that's kind of fine and that expecting people to be something that they're not is really not very healthy and is not going to work like you can't force people to do stuff that they don't want to do um people can't force you to be someone you're not you can't change who you are to make someone else happy because it just isn't going to work in the long run it's not sustainable and that's just how it is (laughs) number 10 leading on from this is how normal it is that people grow apart and change it really doesn't say anything bad about either person if you both change or if one of you changes, um, if you decide that like your future just doesn't have them in it and it doesn't really look right with like you guys carrying on a relationship or something, that's really, really normal. People literally change all the time and it's such a normal part of life for relationships to end. So don't, don't beat yourself up about it, I guess. The podcast Just Break Up is flippin' amazing. I love that podcast so much. I was very reluctant to listen to it when I was in my relationship and I wish that I hadn't been because it would have helped me a lot. Since we broke up, I have literally listened to so many of the episodes over the last six months and it is like one of my favourite podcasts. So would recommend to anyone in a relationship, not in a relationship. I couldn't recommend that podcast more such good life advice friendship advice relationship advice like advice for yourself and very inclusive and open and accepting to everyone so that's definitely one I would recommend number 11 is that if you have to convince yourself that something is a good idea it normally means that it's not and instead of trying to justify things to yourself or about why you're doing something just listen to your gut instead your gut always has some kind of feeling about something and if you know in your heart that something's not right don't try and force yourself to do it just do what is true for you number 12 is that even if you don't fully believe it the mentality of i can get through anything is really really helpful because if you tell yourself that like i can get through this even if you don't quite believe it yet like that is gonna help you so much and for me thinking about if there's a situation that I'm 
kind of a bit nervous to do or be like or I'm telling myself that I'm not good enough for it or that that is just going to go wrong then I kind of try and force myself to think about what's the worst case scenario if I do this what's what's the worst that can happen literally because often the worst case scenario isn't that bad and the best case scenario is definitely worth taking that risk for so yeah that's that's a mentality that I've been trying to adopt is just I can get through I can get through anything and you will get through anything so stick at it (laughs) number 13 is that toxic productivity is something I still really need to work on I often really beat myself up for like taking time off and for not working hard enough or for long enough but I need to really stop beating myself up for that and stop feeling guilty for having a break and doing things I enjoy because life's not all about the like checking off your tick boxes at the end of the day and yeah I think I think it's kind of a product of the capitalist society that we live in but I'd like to try and break out of that a little bit more try and just not feel so guilty for doing things like yoga and being a bit more mindful and taking things a bit slower especially as we go out of lockdown now and head hopefully like fingers crossed back to normal um it's important I think for me at least to try and not feel like I have to pick up the pace and go really fast it's all right to kind of still want to take things a bit slower so yeah that's kind of one I need to work on going forward but productivity is something I try and try and do a lot of the time like I always have to-do lists on the go and stuff but although it does help me get to where I want to be it's all right to to take breaks I guess is is what I'm trying to get at. Number 14 labels aren't really that helpful and our personalities like situations and stuff like I was saying people grow apart our personalities change all the time and they're really malleable so we can we can change quite easily we can adapt to situations and putting labels on ourselves actually just means that we're restricting ourselves and not letting ourselves change as much as we want to like I was always kind of thought of slash thought of myself as quite a quiet person quite an introverted person but through doing my podcast I've just realized how fun it is and that I actually feel quite comfortable sharing my thoughts and opinions on on things and I quite enjoy it and I think that's quite a healthy thing that I've learned putting labels on people like oh they're good at maths they're creative they're not good at sports they're um I don't know they're smart they're they're stupid whatever it might be um I'm struggling to think of things but yeah putting labels on yourself and trying to keep yourself within certain boxes is only really restricting yourself so yeah getting rid of labels is pretty helpful number 15 I have learned a lot over the last year about subconscious bias and privilege and issues like racism that affect so so many people really unfairly I don't know just realizing that this is a problem that I need to work on within myself because and like all all white people need to work on because we have so much privilege that is completely undeserved I don't know why it is still perpetuated in the society but if we want to stop that and to make society 
fair for everyone and for people not to have to live in fear and worry about different things that they should not have to worry about then we really need to all do our bit I've been doing the Me and White Supremacy workbook. It explains different concepts such as um, white excellence, white fragility, white supremacy, all of these different things. Admittedly, I'm doing it pretty slowly and I need to work on this more and do it more regularly. It's by Layla F. Said. I think I'm saying her name right. Um, Apologies if not. And yeah, I think she's an amazing woman. She's doing a lot for in just changing the mindset around this and trying to change people's subconscious beliefs because this is the only real way that we're going to stop horrible things like subconscious bias going on i really just don't want to cause any harm to people without intending to but the fact that i've been brought up in a society that is systemically racist means that i have racist um like subconscious beliefs I guess and I really hate that so yeah working on that is something that I've been doing and still need to do like it's definitely an ongoing thing but yeah I've learned that I have a lot of privilege and I shouldn't take that for granted and I shouldn't expect that like I should um, use it to try and help other people who don't have that privilege basically Um, and yeah just and there's so many different types of privilege as well and just because you have one type of privilege doesn't mean you have all of them like intersectionality and stuff is a big thing as well so yeah there's so many ways that society benefits people with privilege and it's just worth thinking about i think so yeah that's something that i've really learned this year and something that i wish i'd learned sooner number 16 is that you can't pour from an empty cup and what i mean by this is that looking after yourself is not selfish it's not a bad thing to take time for yourself to make space for learning about who you are as a person because even though that is kind of self-indulgent if you're doing it from a place of wanting to understand yourself better so that you can help other people then that is such a positive thing like it's gonna benefit others so so much and If you're really burnt out and you've got really poor mental health and you are just like really have no energy for anything but your own priorities then you're not going to be helping other people as much as you can be and obviously there's so many situations where it's really not people's fault like mental illnesses can really take out of you and that's not your fault in any way um but yeah it's definitely worth making time to but yeah it's, it's worth um looking after yourself so that you can look after other people like they always say on the plane if you, if it's an emergency make sure you put your own oxygen mask on first before helping other people with theirs because yeah it's self-explanatory and that analogy really helped me number 17 is that everything is really really temporary um i can never say this word by the way i was trying to say it in another episode temporary like everything just comes to an end so much quicker than you might think and yeah you only get today once so you've kind of got to make it count like I can't believe we're already in term three of my second year of uni like how has that happened I do not understand but every phase of our life is just a temporary phase so 
gotta make the most of it you know you gotta try and embrace it and just be present in each phase of your life and appreciate everything for what it is at the time um, and don't take anything for granted I guess number 18 almost there gratitude makes you happier it's so helpful being aware of what you're consistently grateful for every day and noticing things that you are grateful for really just makes you happier I guess it kind of comes back to the law of attraction if that's the direction you want to look at it at Um, because if you're grateful for the things around you and you're noticing that and are feeling good then you're in a really positive energy and then that means that you kind of notice those things more and more often you attract better things into your life because you're being a bit more more grateful for things that are happening and yeah that means you can also when you're more conscious of what makes you happy and what makes you what you're grateful for every day then you can try and like consciously build more into your day-to-day life for example things I'm consistently grateful for that I write down in my journal that I think about before I go to sleep is more often than not my friends my mental health opportunities sunshine being in nature my family those things are what I need to do more of and so being conscious about what I'm grateful for just has made me so much happier because then you incorporate more of those things into your life um and number 19 the final one we got there finally is I still basically know nothing like I'm still such a baby I'm only 19 and there's so much I still have to learn about myself and other people and situations relationships careers being an adult like there's still so much that I have yet to yet yet to yearn yet to learn (laughs) and yeah I'm just quite excited for the future and there's quite a lot of potential I think which is really exciting but yeah I just never want to come across like I feel like I know everything because that is really not the case and I really don't think that at all I think everyone can learn from so many different people and there's always so many things and situations that can teach us things and if you're not learning then you're not moving forward so yeah I hope that next year I can do another episode on 20 things that I've learned at 20 and share all of the new things that I've learned over the next year like it's really exciting (laughs) I hope you've enjoyed this episode it's been a bit of a long one I think and I don't think I'm going to be able to cut it down too much so if you've stuck to the end then kudos to you thank you so much it really really means a lot and yeah if you have enjoyed it and listened all the way to the end then definitely you would enjoy the instagram as well so go over there and give it a follow i would also massively appreciate it if you shared this episode with a friend if you think they'd like it too just um share them the link or a screenshot or something or chat to them about it maybe write your own list of 19 things or however old you are that you've learned at the age you are now like it's really fun to do um so yeah thank you so much for listening like i said i hope you're having a really lovely day and if you're feeling a bit low then i hope this was a bit of a pick me up yeah sending lots of love to everyone i hope you have fun as we're coming out of lockdown safely obviously but yeah sending lots of love and good vibes your way have a lovely week and i'll be back again next wednesday with a brand new episode of space to learn 
Bye.